Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The Tuesday edition of Listen Up. Grant Napier with you and a good afternoon. We've got three games in the... NBA playoffs tonight. Atlanta is at Miami. No Kyle Lowry. No Jimmy Butler out for the Heat. Minnesota and Memphis with that series tied up at two games apiece. Also tied at two game apiece. Phoenix is at home to New Orleans. So there is your schedule in the NBA. Uh, If you want to check something out, I was on with Larry Kruger today on his uh, YouTube live channel. And we had a very interesting conversation at the end that I had no idea he was gonna ask me, which I love. Uh, Actually, when Larry and I go on, just just like a lot of people, we don't really talk about uh, what we are going to discuss. But uh, he asked me at the end about, would I rather have Draymond Green or Chris Webber? And I said, well, if you wanna win, you want to have Draymond Green. And I was talking about the postseason, not the regular season. And I said, I announced every single one of Chris Webber's games in his career in Sacramento when I did every playoff game. And I would tell you that I don't even think it's close. Give me Draymond Green in the postseason over Chris Webber and I'll see you at the podium when I'm raising the trophy. Now, I understand that Draymond Green has been blessed to play with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. I I understand all of that. But Chris Webber was very lucky to play with Pesha Stojakovic and Vladi Divac and Mike Bibby. And, you know, I mean, they had some pretty good talent on their team too, all right? Now, I'm not saying that the Kings had a Steph Curry because that wouldn't be fair because Steph Curry is a generational talent. But to me, it's not even close. I mean, I'd said this to Larry today, is Chris Webber, in my opinion, based on watching him, never had a postseason series anywhere close, okay, to what he did in the regular season. He was not a postseason player. He just wasn't. It, it was just never happened. Draymond Green uh, is not even close. Not even close. I'm taking Draymond Green uh, every day of the week, and I wouldn't even think twice about it. I really wouldn't. All right, let me know what you want to talk about today. 
hand and I'll put you up on stage and we can have a lot of fun. All right. We can take a lot of calls today. We'll get this show rolling. How's that sound on this Tuesday edition of Listen App? Grant Napier with you. And again, we'll take this as long as uh, we have some good calls. I want to get to Brian first. He wants to check on, but Brian, you got to hit your microphone icon. Again, folks, for those of you that are new to the app, uh, it's easy to do. Brian, you're on with Grant Napier. What can I do for you today, Brian? Hi, how are you? Hey, Grant, can you hear me? Yep, I can. All right, man. Hey, uh, well, first, it's nice to meet you. Um, I just wanted to ask you, so with the whole DeMarcus thing, when he said if Mike Malone wasn't fired from Sacramento, um, they wouldn't be where that right now. Tell me more about that. There's really nothing to say more about that. He's wrong. Uh, and DeMarcus is delusional and nothing would have changed at all. Uh, so I, I don't really know why he is saying that. Um, as long as DeMarcus was going to be on the team, uh, the Kings were never going to reach the playoffs. And that's the reality. Had the Kings traded DeMarcus Cousins, kept Isaiah Thomas, and kept Michael Malone, maybe. Okay. But it's still a talent based league. And the Kings did not have enough talent on those teams to really be successful. I mean, at the end of the day, you can say all you want about coaching. And I'm not saying that coaching is not important because coaching is important. But if you don't have the talent, you can only go so far. So do I think Michael Malone's a good coach? Yes. Do I think he would have been better for Sacramento than their other choices? Yes. But he still did not have enough talent to really compete at the level that he either wanted to or the fans expected. Okay. Well, and then I wanted to ask you one last quick question. Um, if you're Monty McNair right now, who would you choose right now? Mark Jackson or um, or Mike D'Antoni as your next uh, coach for Sacramento Kings? I don't think it would matter. Uh, the Kings don't have enough talent. And until they do something about the way the team is run, I don't think it matters who the head coach is. Based on what you just said, I would take Mike D'Antoni just based on history. Uh, and again, D'Antoni, Mike D'Antoni, it's not like he's won a championship. But I think the style of play, uh, I don't have enough of a sample size on Mark Jackson because he only coached, you know, basically, you know, I mean, I'm looking back at his last job with the Golden State Warriors. Um, I would personally, given those two choices, I would take Mike D'Antoni. However, I don't think it really matters who the coach of the Kings is going to be until they change the way they do business. And until they upgrade their talent, Brian, it really doesn't matter who the coach is. I've been saying that for years, every single year I talk about that. Coaching is not the problem with the Sacramento Kings. It's just not. All right, for sure, man. Well, I'm going to let the other uh, guest audience uh, go ahead and get a chance to speak. But uh, I appreciate your time. And if you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. <laughs> I love it, Brian. Thank you very much, buddy. Really appreciate you getting us off here on a Tuesday. I really mean that. I don't think it matters who the coach of the Kings is. You know, I'm not trying to be you know, pessimistic. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just telling you, I don't think it matters. You know? I just don't. All right, what do you think? All right, Draymond Green, Chris Webber, which which postseason player are you taking? I don't even think it's close. Again, I watched every single game because I was announcing every game that Chris Webber played in the playoffs. Now, from a skill point of view, is Chris Webber more skilled than Draymond Green? Yes. Uh, is Draymond Green a better defender than Chris? Yes. 
Uh, better offensive player than Chris? No. Better teammate than Chris? Hands down, yes. Uh, more clutch than Chris? Hands down, yes. I mean, I, I, I don't even know why we're having this. Well, I'm having the discussion because I brought it up, but I don't think it is a discussion. I, I, I give me give me a postseason Draymond Green over a postseason uh, Chris Webber any day of the week. Not, and again, I don't even think it's close. Larry agreed with me, by the way, after he asked me that question. I asked him, and he said he agrees. You know, I just I love Draymond Green and what he does for the Warriors. Uh, I'm very well aware of his behavior. I think it cost him a championship a couple of years ago with what he did in game four at Cleveland. You know, there, there, there is some bad with Draymond Green. I acknowledge that. But uh, Draymond's much more coachable than Chris Webber ever was. Uh, Draymond Green doesn't need to be, be the star of the game. Uh, and would be just fine not being the star of the game as long as the team wins. Chris Webber was not like that. Chris is a guy that would rather have 30 points and 15 rebounds and lose than have 15 points and seven rebounds and win. That's another big difference between the two. Not even close. Not even close. All right, if you want to come on the program today, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do this. You know, there's a lot more, a lot more to being good than just stats. A lot more. And Draymond Green in the postseason for Golden State, to me, has been unbelievable. Now, he's been very good in the regular season, too, but his... His the way he performs in the postseason is pretty amazing. And by the way, it's not like he's chopped liver. You know, he's averaging 12 and a half points in his career in the postseason, 45% from the floor. And his rebounds over nine a game at 9.2. His assist total. Okay, 6.2 assist. You know, that's not chopped liver, all right? That's very good. Very good. Oh, yeah, and by the way, he's got a couple of rings, all right? And I've been very critical of Draymond Green in the past. Don't get me wrong. You know, I, I don't like his antics. And his technical fouls and his arguing all the time after calls. I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that at all. All right, again, hit me up. I want to hear from you. All you got to do is hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do this. By the way, uh, if you're looking at Chris Weber's numbers in the postseason, 18 and a half points a game, 46% floor, terrible three-point shooting, but that's not what he did, all right? Uh, 
free throws, terrible at 61%. Okay. Rebounds, 8.7. Assist, 3.6. Both less than Draymond Green. You know? I mean, so, you know, points, yes. But everything else goes to Draymond. Everything else. All right, let's get to uh, some phone calls right here on Listen App. And we say a good day to Ryan here on Listen App. Hey, Ryan, how are you? Doing well. How you doing, Grant? I'm good. What can I do for you? Hey, I, I think you're spot on about Draymond versus Chris. Um, obviously, lifelong Sacramento Kings fan, grew up going to the games. Chris was a product of the other guys getting him into the spots where he needed to be successful uh, offensively. But, you know, Draymond has the intangibles and, you know, you can't really teach that hustle, that effort. And I'm not saying Chris didn't put effort into it, but like you said, he was kind of a little bit like Boogie where it was always just that stink face. If a whistle blew and it affected his game, if, Things were not going his way with the refs. So I think you're spot on. I take Draymond every day of the week over Chris, especially. I don't even, uh, yep. And again, I don't even think it's close. Um, I, I don't I don't even think it's close in terms of, you know, what Draymond did in the postseason or what Chris did in the postseason. You know, again, I just read off his numbers. It's very interesting. You know, his postseason totals, and I'm talking about Draymond Green, you know, other than scoring, they're all better, you know, rebounds, assists, free throw shooting. I mean, they're all better, you know, and again, it's not even just stats. The intangibles that you just pointed out, they're, they're all there for Draymond Green. No doubt. And, you know, I, I do have to disagree with you. I do think in terms of the Kings and their next coach, it, it is the most important hire that they are going to make for this time. And I think Mike D'Antoni, even though he is an offensive genius, and you'll remember this, when Jaeger was here, he got the team out and running. And that that was a really good year with not a great team, uh, even though we missed the playoffs. However, it looks like Monty's trying to build around defense. So I, I think they've got to bring in some type of veteran coach. I mean, one that comes to mind that's been sitting there Jeff Van Gundy. I I don't think Mark Jackson is the right fit. I mean, there was a recent report that basically all 200 people in the Warriors organization could not stand the guy. And we already have a bad culture in the front office that needs to be turned around. And I think there's got to be somebody that can come in and, you know, be a presence in the locker room and be respected. And I don't think Mark Jackson's like that. I don't disagree with you on that. I do disagree with you on your first uh, comment. Um, As long as the Kings continue to run their business the way they have from an ownership level, it won't matter who the coach is. So that's the point I was trying to make. Um, It doesn't really matter who the coach is. The Kings have a subpar talent level right now, and they have an organization that does not run the franchise the way, in my opinion, it needs to be run. So I just do not agree with you. I don't think it matters who the coach is. I, I, matter of fact, you can name seven or eight of these candidates and I would say, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think it's going to be that big of a difference. I really don't. Well, well you're not time necessarily, will tell. yeah, time will tell. You're not necessarily wrong. I mean, when you have an 11 
head coaches in 16 years. How are you going to have success, especially when you have yeah. young players? So it's a, it's a difficult thing. But I mean, I guess the question becomes, how do you turn that around? I know they brought in a consulting firm to hire the GM. Do you do you think, you know, Vivek needs to be hands off? What are your thoughts? Well, what needs to be and what's going to happen are two different things. I mean, you phrased that very interesting. Needs to be hands off. You know, what what needs to happen and what's going to happen are two completely different things because Vivek is in control. He is the boss. What he says goes, and that's just the reality of the situation. And until he starts running the franchise differently, again, in my opinion, nothing is going to improve. Nothing. And that's why I'm not as uh, up and crazy on what, you know, the, who the next ho head coach is going to be. I just don't think it really matters. No, I get that. I, I, I would say this too, you know, Kings fans forget we almost didn't have a team and, you know, we're, we're lucky to still have them. They're everything to us here in Sacramento. And there's been a lot of chatter about, well, maybe the vet needs to sell or, you know, take a step back, but, you know, just having the team here means the world to us. But, you know, the support is kind of going down, Grant. I, I went to a number of games this year uh, during the week. I mean, the weekend game's a little bit better, but during the week, the arena's empty. And I know. there's a reason for that. Yes, and there is. It, yeah. And so it, it's just, you know, I, I hope it can get turned around. Hopefully Vivek can realize he's an owner, not a basketball mind per se. Um, and we can, you know, get things going. I was very encouraged by, we talked about this a couple of days ago, the draft picks. And I think defense is the key to everything um, these days. And we'll see if they can continue down that road. But I, I still think the coach matters, but you have to have the right minds in the room to pick that coach. Yep. Um, I, I, I do think the coach matters, but it doesn't matter over the talent level. And it doesn't supersede poor ownership at the top. I mean, I use the New York Knicks as an example, too. I mean, they've had the same owner who keeps on making the same mistakes. And the Knicks, with the exception of last year, when they had a very good year, you know, are year in, year out, one of the most disappointing franchises in sport. And there's a reason for that. And the reason is their owner. And you really can't deny that. And the Knicks fans would love to see James Dolan not own the Knicks anymore. But there's nothing that the league can do is he has an ironclad managing general partner contract, and that's just the way it is. Great analogy. I mean, they even brought in Phil Jackson, so that kind of actually yep. strengthens your argument. Yep. So, Absolutely. hey, I won't take too much more of your time. I know other people want to hop on, but uh, appreciate it, and we will chat soon. Thank you, Ryan. Good call. Thanks, Grant. Appreciate that very much. All right, if you want to get in on the program, two good calls to start off the show. Hit your hand icon. Uh, raise your hand, uh, and we will do this. Again, uh, three games in the NBA tonight, and two of the games have interesting written all over them, all right? Because you have Minnesota and Memphis and Phoenix and New Orleans with those series tied at two games apiece. Very interesting. It's going to be very interesting to follow those games tonight. Jeff, welcome to Grant Napier on Listen App. Hey, Grant. How you doing? Okay, Jeff. What's happening? Uh, I listened I listened to you today with Larry on the Krug Show, and that was a great show. Thank you. I enjoyed doing that with Larry. We're having a lot of fun. 
yeah, you guys, you know, you rock back and forth really well. I mean, thank you. And I, I, I think uh, you hit it dead on with uh, the Weber Weber Green uh, analysis. Well, again, I don't even think it's close. Uh, to me, that was a very easy answer. Uh, I thought it was interesting that Larry agreed with me also, but a lot of people I think see have agreed with me uh, based on some of the comments that I'm reading. Not all, but a lot of people have agreed with me. But you know, you don't have to agree with me. It doesn't mean that I'm right, you're wrong. Although in this case, I'm very confident that I'm right. I just Draymond Green, what he does for that organization and what he has done, he's a huge part of why they have won multiple championships. Yeah, and he's more of a team guy, you know. He's not the prima donna of the team. Uh, nope. You know, like Weber had to be the focus of attention, and it's all Always. me, 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 and, you know, that kind of deal. Exactly, 100% correct. Yeah, so that was, you were spot on. It was good. That was a good t- – and the, all the rest of your knowledge of uh, what was going on was, was really good. And so, uh, yeah, I, I – I really feel Doc River. I mean, it's not like you said; it's not coaching. But I, if he doesn't, I mean, the Sixers don't advance. I think he's gone. Do you think he will go to the Lakers if uh, that's the case? Uh, I think they will advance. I don't see them losing to Toronto. Uh, I really don't. Let's cross that bridge when we get to it. Do I think he would go to the Lakers? Not necessarily. But let's wait. I think we're we're jumping way ahead here. So you think even with a Beeb's thumb and uh, uh, hardened, dis- I'm going to start calling them disheartened, hardened. Dis-hardened, well, I think hardened. they'll. I think they're going to beat Toronto. I mean, I think they're going to win this series. Now after that, no, but I think they'll win the series. Well, I, Harden, I think has become a shell of his former self, especially in Houston, where, you know, yep. he had the game of hitting the three, hitting the three, you know. Uh, like a, a dagger in your heart, the fadeaway three, you know, and then he always, or he uh, hit the three where he jumped into somebody, got an additional shot for a four pointer or the three, or when he drove to the hoop for uh, a deuce and another one at the line, you know, uh, they've tightened up on that call as, as uh, you said before. So I, I think his game is, uh, this, you know, is just not on anymore. It sure looks different, Jeff. I mean, there's really no denying that. He does not look like the, the guy that you were just referencing. I don't think there's any question about that. So, uh, but I do think you're going to figure out a way to win this series. I mean, I, I, I believe that they will, but after, after this round, probably not. They probably don't make it out of the second round, especially, you know, with uh, Embiid and his thumb. That's mm-hmm. not a good situation for Philadelphia at all. Yeah, Tobias Harris and uh, uh, Maxi have to score 25 apiece, I think, or 20 yep. to 25 apiece for them to win the series. That's a good point. You're probably right. That's exactly that. And and I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can count on that happening. Uh, I just I don't see it. I, I do not see that happening. I think. Listen, Philadelphia is dealing with some issues. We know that. Okay, we get that. But they still lead the series three to two, right? And right. yeah, they go to Toronto. And if Toronto wins and you're at a game seven, winner take all, that's going to be a very interesting scenario based on what I've said about Harden in the past. And with Embiid's thumb, I would still pick Philadelphia to win the game. But 
in a game seven, as you well know, Jeff, anything can happen, man. So yeah. you you don't want to get to it. I'll tell you, if you're Philadelphia and you're up 3-0 in that series, and now it's 3-2, the last thing you want is a game seven. Can you imagine the pressure on that franchise under that scenario? Oh, it'd be historic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, it's, it'd be unbelievable. And yep. the, Oh, the, I'm sorry, I'm taking up all your time. The last thing I... I was uh, taken back by, uh, I believe it was the, I think I, I think I sent you a message, but the, the coach the other night after the loss, I think it was Phoenix, I think it was Monty, uh, when he uh, was complaining about how many foul calls that was called against the team and, and mm-hmm. the big disparity. Uh, do you know if he got fined or anything about that? Or um, if he was criticizing the officials, I'm sure he did. I didn't know. I didn't look. I didn't. I didn't recall seeing it. So. Yeah, it was um, after look, the game yeah. interview. He had it to the point. Yeah, but I don't know if he got fined or not. I'll look. I'll look. I'll I'll it, go back and check. Yeah, he was saying it was like a double, double uh, situation where the yeah. other team got all the calls. Jeff, you know, always good hearing from you. I really appreciate it. You have a good rest of the. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, thank you very much. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Good calls to get the show going on this uh, Tuesday. Again, uh, if you missed the show I did with Larry Kruger today, I thought it was a great show. Uh, you can check it out on Larry Kruger's uh, YouTube live channel, his YouTube channel. It's really fun uh, doing the show, and I really enjoyed uh, the dialogue. Something else I want to get into today, and it has nothing to do with sports, but I was asked, so I'm going to talk about this, and then I'm going to move on, okay? Uh, as far as Elon Musk spending $44 billion on Twitter, I got a very simple solution for those of you that don't want that, aren't a fan of that. Delete your Twitter account, okay? Just delete your Twitter account. No one is putting a gun to your head and saying you have to be a part of Twitter. And if that's how you feel, then delete your Twitter account, all right? And for those of you that don't want to live in a country where Elon Musk is now the owner of Twitter, then move out of the country. Seriously, move. You know, go ahead, move, go. Pack up your stuff and move. Doesn't mean you don't have an opinion doesn't mean that you're not allowed to voice your opinion, but if you really have a problem, delete your Twitter account. That's what I would do. If there's something I don't like, I would delete my Twitter account, period. Seems like a pretty simple solution to me. You know, I, I so many people are bitching and complaining on Twitter. Well, then delete your account. You know, you, you don't have to be on Twitter. You don't have to be on social media, okay? Delete your account. 
Stop bitching. Shut up. You know, voice your opinion and move on. You want to you wanna be upset about something? All right, put your money where your mouth is. You don't like something? Then don't be a part of it. You know, speak up, voice how you feel, and then move on. How hard is that? It's unbelievable to me. So anyway, I had a couple of people today. They go, hey, how do you feel about Elon Musk? I'm like, hey, guess what? Free country. You don't like it? Get off Twitter. All right? You're worried about this, worried about that. Go worry about something that really matters right now, okay? I, I have no problem with it. And if I have a problem with it, then I'll do something about it. I won't be on anymore, okay? I really don't. And if things change as it relates to social media, then I will come out and I'll speak up on it. But, you know, if you want to complain about something, go ahead and complain about something. I'm all, I'm all for it. I complain about things too. But then I do something about it if I can. All right? And you can do something about social media. You don't have to be involved with it. All right. You don't have to be on social media. You don't have to be on Facebook. You don't have to be on Twitter. You don't have to be on Instagram. No one's forcing you to do that. So deal with it. There you go. That's my two cents for the day. All right. If you want to get in on the program, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we'll put you right on here on Listen Out. All right. NFL draft coming up in 48 hours. So that is coming up Thursday. Tomorrow, I'm going to be back with you at three o'clock. No show Thursday. And then we'll have a first round recap at three o'clock on Friday and get you ready for rounds two and three. All right. So what about Debo Samuel? Another thing Larry and I talked about today on his YouTube channel. I think I was on for over an hour. We had a great show today, but we talked about Debo Samuel and how this may unfold in the next 48 hours. If Debo Samuel is on the 49ers past Thursday, he's going to be on the 49ers when the season opens in all likelihood. I, I don't see a scenario where the Niners trade Debo Samuel and don't get first round picks this year. I, I don't I don't see that happening. Uh, I just don't see that happening. All right, again, what do you think? You taking Draymond Green or Chris Weber? You taking the postseason Draymond Green or the postseason Chris Weber? Again, I talked about that on Larry Kruger today on the YouTube channel. Again, it's an easy decision for me. I don't even think it's close. Draymond Green in a heartbeat for a variety of reasons. Not, again, I don't even think it's close. Uh, NBA tonight, if I told you that one of the two teams would lose tonight, not talking about Miami, they may lose because they're without Butler and without Lowry, but they're up 3-1, so they're, they're going to be fine. If I told you that one of the other two series, Minnesota at Memphis or New Orleans at Phoenix, if I said, you know what, one of those teams is going to lose, would you pick Phoenix to lose or Memphis to lose? What do you think? Then tomorrow, Chicago's out Milwaukee. Look for the Bucks to close the deal. Golden State home to Denver. Look for the Warriors to close the deal tomorrow. But in this Western Conference right now, 
very interesting with Minnesota at Memphis, series tied at two, New Orleans at Phoenix, series tied at two. Dallas has a chance to end the series in Utah on Thursday after last night's destroying of the Jazz. They now lead that best of seven series, uh, three games to two. But that's going to be very interesting tonight, watching that Minnesota at Memphis and New Orleans uh, at Phoenix. Again, NFL Draft, if you want to give me any of your thoughts on that, we can do that as uh, the draft, again, round one starts on a little more than 48 hours. And when you think about the 49ers and probably having a new quarterback, I say that because Jimmy Garoppolo is technically still on the roster, but I wonder who is going to be the first player taken. Is it going to be Hutchinson? Is it going to be someone else that we're not thinking about right now? This is a draft where we don't have a lot of the top there. You know, we're not hearing quarterbacks going to go one, two, three, four, five. We get that. You know, offensive tackles, edge rushers, right? That's just the way it is. It's a different type of a draft. But things could change from a 49ers perspective if they're able to trade or want to trade Debo Samuel. And you know there's probably a big difference of opinion within the walls of the 49ers camp, I would think. And it's not an easy decision. And first of all, what would you be able to get Right? What would you be able to get? That's the other aspect. You know, if you trade Debo Samuel, what are you getting back in return? What are you going to get back in return? I know we keep on hearing about the Jets. They were left to get a guy to go along with Zach Wilson. They certainly have the assets, but do the 49ers want to go in that direction? So, again, give me your thoughts on the NBA, Draymond Green. Chris Weber, anything else, let's do it right here. Uh, hit your uh, hand icon, but Aiden Hutchinson, the edge rusher out of Michigan, most, most mock drafts have at number one, all right? A lot of people think Trayvon Walker might go one, edge rusher from Georgia, all right? Then you have a couple of offensive tackles. You have, a, you know, again, out of the five picks, you might have three edge rushers, Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon. So out of Oregon, rather, you know, you could have him going two, three, or four. I think there's going to be a hell of a draft just because we don't know who's going to go one, two, three, and four right now like we normally do when we watch the NFL draft. All right, let's get to some more phone calls here, and we check in with Al. Hello, Al. How are you today? Hey, Nave. I'm just tuning in, so I apologize. I'm kind of behind. Uh, you said something about Draymond Green and Chris Weber. Are they in the headlines? What's going on with no, Draymond? No, 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 no. I, no, no, no. I was on Larry Kruger's show today, and Larry asked me at the end of the show, would I rather have Draymond Green or Chris Weber? And I said I would take Draymond Green in a heartbeat. Uh, we were talking about postseason. I said it's not even close. Draymond Green is a far superior player, in my opinion, uh, than Chris Webber ever was in the postseason. I announced every one of Chris Webber's games. He never played in the postseason the way he did in the regular season. 
I mean, Draymond, number one, is a much better defensive player, uh, as good of a rebounder as Chris in the postseason, more assist than Chris, uh, and he's coachable, doesn't need to be the star of the game every night. Uh, Draymond, to me, is just a top-flight NBA player, postseason NBA player. I think he's top, very, very, very top shelf. I'll tell you what, man, I I can't argue that point. I mean, when I think about the suspension a couple of years ago, and, uh, you know, then they lost a series because uh, damn Cavaliers yep. came, came back. You know, what do you think? Of, this is kind of late, but do you think the timing on that with it being suspended? I thought it was bullshit. You know? No, I don't think so. I, I, I believe that Draymond Green, and I said this on the show today, Draymond Green cost the Golden State Warriors a championship that year. He got kicked out of game four. It was a suspension for game five. And no, I, I don't think it was BS. I, I, I agreed with it at the time. And as we know, the Cavaliers ended up winning game five in Oakland. They went home and won game six. And as we know, they won the championship on the Warriors home floor in game seven. So no, I, Draymond Green cost his team a championship that year. And I pointed that out on Larry's show today. I, I was not going to ignore that. But, you know, in terms of what Draymond does for a basketball team, an all-around player, I just think the intangibles he brings are invaluable. Alfred, I lost you, buddy. We lost your microphone there. So I'll put you back in audience. Thank you very much. Uh, If you want to come on, all you got to do is hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we'll do this. And listen, Chris Weber was a very skilled player. He was unbelievably talented. But Chris didn't have any of the intangibles that Draymond Green had. None of them. None. He didn't make his teammates better in the playoffs. He wasn't clutch. He wasn't coachable like Draymond. Wasn't able to take a back seat and let other players be stars and, you know, not take the limelight. Just wasn't like that. Just period. So I thought it was an interesting question that Larry Kruger asked me uh, today. Again, I want to hear from you, though. You want to talk about that? You want to talk about anything going on with the NFL draft, or if you want to talk about what's going on in the bigs, we can do that as well. All right, let's get to some more phone calls. Let's see if we can get Al back on as we had lost this microphone, and we'll continue the conversation. All right, Al, go ahead. We got you back. What can I do for you? I'm sorry about that, Nate. I really apologize. I'm sorry. I would like to hear the re- – my, I lost my feed. I'm in my truck, so um, what we're – yeah, I, I just thought, you know, um, the suspension and the timing of it, and, you know, it was just, it was all about the money. I mean, that uh, the networks are going to take a bath. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with you on that. I don't agree with you on that. I think he deserved to get suspended. I didn't have a problem with it at the time. Again, oh. I, there were a lot of people that agree with you, by the way. I'm just, I don't. I have a different viewpoint. And I said on the air today when I did the show with Larry, Draymond Green cost the Warriors a championship. There's no way they would have lost game five with Draymond Green on the floor, and they ended up losing game five, six, and seven, as we know. Okay, I appreciate that. No, I, your Warriors are very straightforward with your opinions. I was frustrated. I'm not a – I used to be – I was a Warriors fan from the Rick Barry Allos years, you know, so I'm not the current version, but I still would pull for them and very happy for them. And, you know, moving to Sacramento, I, I started following the Kings, too. But I uh, appreciate that. See, I agree with you, though. I think I'd rather have the Draymond. 
Draymond because he just brings so much and he's just a team player. And, yeah. and uh, as far as the draft goes, you know, this offseason has been insane. You know, the playoffs start ended the season insane. The, the offseason has been crazier. I, I don't know what I would be surprised anything about anything. I told my nephew, my one nephew, who's a diehard Diner fan, I said, you know, I talked to the Nate today, and he doesn't believe uh, Debo's going anywhere, and he's like, no, he was kind of happy to hear that because he, no, none of my friends who are Niners fans want to lose Debo because the guy's a bona fide, legit, you know, talent, and he was surprised to hear that and hopeful, but I wouldn't be surprised by anything that goes on pre-draft there's a lot of smoke screens teams are even you know flying in guys and, and you know it's all smoke screen you see, nobody knows until until it, what's going on behind the scenes you know absolutely that's why we all got to wait watch and uh see what happens but again if the not- news for your giants though because, yeah i'm sorry to interrupt you i think it's good news for your giants because it sounds to me that offensive line is a very deep position along with wide receivers. So it's good news for the Giants that, uh, you know, they're going to get an offensive lineman. I got a couple of guys, Peter King and uh, and Pete Prisco, is looking at their mock drafts, and they got the Giants going going offensive line. So, you know, but I guess, you know, we'll see. And then I think, I don't think, one guy said he doesn't think whatever happens with Debo, it's not going to happen until the, that draft actually starts because they don't want to play their hands, so to speak. If they're going to make a trade, they, they want to have, the picks right there so they can, you know, pull the trigger on the, on the move. So if it's good. And I think I, I kind of find that, what do you think? I kind of agree with that. You know, I, I, as you just said at the beginning of the call, you don't know what the hell is going on. I mean, it's really a wait back and see, I want to get back to the giants for a minute. I mean, I I think they're, they have a pick at number five and a pick at number seven. And I think they're going to end up taking uh, at number five, the best offensive lineman on the board. And I think at number seven, they're going to take the best remaining right. edge rusher on the board. I'd be surprised if after picks five and seven, they don't have an offensive tackle and an edge rusher. Uh, now, could they take two offensive linemen? They could. But I think they're going to go offensive line and edge rusher or edge rusher offensive line. But that's where I think they're going to go with the fifth and seventh overall pick. It's fun. It's fun to to predict you know, see, you know nfl people people we love the nfl we can't get enough of it so it's fun to mock draft yeah. and predict it and yep. watch the jets fans every year being idiots in the in the in the thing where they, they're going to be up there the top five every year so watching those those knucklehead fans uh you know the jets fans every year it's a tradition you know and now it's in vegas yeah so, you know good stuff uh thanks for the feedback real quick though i'll let you go you said you were sacked for uh for like some legal business, is this a p- part of your lawsuit? You had to come in. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. Lawsuit? Yeah, I can't really comment on that. But yeah, there's th- that's okay. part of why I'm in Sacramento for yes. Okay, I, I know you guys. You can't say anything. It's you know, it's 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 all legal. I was just uh, really hoping to hear. Uh, you know, look anxious to see the results and see. Well, uh, listen. When anything, when when every when when things become available for me to disclose. I will. I mean, I've been very transparent, as you know, and I'm going to let you get back into the audience. And thank you so much. When I am able to disclose uh, anything involving my lawsuit, I will. All right. When it is allowed to be made public, then I will make it public and I'll be talking about it right here on 
Listen app and on my podcast uh, and everything else, you know. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. We think the case speaks for itself. My attorney feels very strongly about our position and i obviously do too or i wouldn't be going through this i think it boils down to common sense again in our country like i don't think anyone in this country should ever be in a position that i was in for saying all lives matter every single one to me it's what what kind of country are we living in where a person lives their loses their livelihood over all lives matter every single one think about that right i mean just digest that for a minute all lives matter every single one and someone loses their career temporarily i'm going to have my career back i can guarantee you that maybe a different career but i'm not like riding off into the sunset the i mean i would hope that we would i would hope common sense would prevail and just someone would look at that and go wait a minute he lost his what because he said all lives matter every single one and in 48 hours he didn't have his career anymore now think about that right yeah so when things can become public i will be more than happy to pass information along that i can but at the moment i cannot all right again i want to hear from you hit your hand icon raise your hand and we will do it again three games in the nba tonight and two of those series figure to be really really interesting with the minnesota at memphis and new orleans is at phoenix those are going to be swing games, so to speak, because if one of the home teams, either Phoenix or Memphis lose, then they are on the ropes big time, going on the road for a must win game six. That is not a position that you want to be in. All right. Memphis is the number two seed, and they are in a fight right now with Minnesota. And Phoenix without Booker, that's been a problem. That series is tied at two. But I'll tell you, if one of these two teams loses, they got some real big issues going on the road for a must-win game six. So, again, if you want to comment on that, we can do so right here on Listen App tomorrow, 3 o'clock. 
Thursday, no show. Friday, we'll get you going at 3 o'clock uh, before the second and third rounds of the NFL draft. But again, back to the draft. Most most people have Hutchinson at number one. If not, the others have Walker, the edge rusher out of Georgia, at number one. It looks like those two guys on most boards are going in the first two picks. Some have offensive line, but this is fun. And the reason why I say it's fun is maybe fun's not the right word. I'd say it's interesting just because there's no quarterbacks at the top of the draft. And you, know, you look at what the Boses have done from an edge rushing position. You look at the importance of that position in the National Football League. Uh, it's easy to understand. But I think Hutchinson's going to go number one to Jacksonville. I really do. I, th- I think that's where they're going. I know some people think Evan Neal, the offensive lineman. I know others have Trayvon Walker. But to me, I think they go Hutchinson. You know, if I were Jacksonville, I'd probably go Evan Neal too. I mean, I think you're going to build your football team around Trevor Lawrence. You know, some people think Neal can also play guard right out of the gate if you need to. But I have a franchise quarterback that I think is going to be Trevor Lawrence. I personally would go offensive line. That's where I would go. All right? That's where I would go. So your thoughts. We'll talk more about the NFL draft tomorrow. We'll uh, talk about the NBA playoff games tonight. And we'll do all of that. All right. Thanks for your calls today. Always great having you on right here on Listen App. Stay safe. Grant Napier saying thank you very much. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 